this is Nikki and this is your Monday Motivation, your bite-sized snack of inspiration to start your week right. And today I am talking about fitness trends. Now, I love this topic. As a business owner, it really floats my boat. And if you are a business owner or a potential business owner, or maybe you're thinking about making your career in the fitness industry or working as a personal trainer, whatever, this sort of information about upcoming trends and consumer patterns is so fascinating because you really don't want to, say, invest heavily in a yoga lattes franchise. I should say yoga lattes, shouldn't I? So it would be yoga and pilates, not yoga and lattes. Although yoga and lattes might be okay. So you don't want to be investing really heavily in a product that actually may not have legs going forward. You want to you want to be investing in a trend that is long-lasting, especially if you're going to be buying a lot of equipment. So as a business strategy, it's really super smart. As a fitness lover, as a consumer of these services, it's also really interesting to see what is happening in fitness. So how do we work these trends out? Well, there is a worldwide survey of fitness trends where the the results are released every November. So the survey is run by the American College of Sports Medicine, and it focuses on four sectors of the fitness industry, primarily corporate, clinical, community, and commercial. And as well as that, for lesser To a lesser degree, they also questionnaire people working in academia, so sports scientists, exercise scientists, biomechanists, et cetera, et cetera. The respondents fill out a questionnaire, which is based on a Leichhardt scale. So they look at multiple trends. Some of them are listed because they've been on you know the list for years and years and years and also the ACSM offers a whole lot of new ones as well that they see are emerging things like online training virtual training that sort of stuff and then the respondents you know mark each one as one is not likely to be a trend and 10 is yes, this thing is really likely to be a trend. So sent out to 123,000 fitness professionals all over the globe, they get about 4,500 completed surveys back, which is not actually too bad, really. Um, Most of the respondents, around 51%, have more than 10 years of experience in the fitness industry. So they, they are seasoned professionals, I guess like myself, who are pretty good at identifying whether something might be a, a trend or a fad and really recognizing when something is legit <laughs> and is here to stay. So it's a really, really good survey. Um, so let's have a little bit of a chat about it. So the, the one that we're looking at today, I'll just do the top 10 things on it. It was released in November 2021 as a predictor for what we would be doing in 2022. And then there'll be a new one coming out fairly soon in November 2022, um, looking at next year. So that's all good. Just some fun facts, though, before we begin. So Zumba, which is still quite popular today, the last time Zumba was on the top 10 for fitness trends was in 2012. The same thing for boot camp. The last time boot camp was on the top 10 was 2011. And this one is going to really surprise you. Pilates 
The last time it was in the top 10 was 2010. And now in 2022, it's not even in the top 20, which is really interesting, isn't it? I do Pilates weekly. I love it. I think it's a really effective workout. Um, But it has perhaps gone a little bit more niche. Um, Likewise, core training. So C-O-R-E, core training, has not been in the top 10 since 2013. So some of these things might be more around education as well in that people now recognise I'm going to get my core training by doing my strength training. I'm going to be getting my core training by doing my yoga. I don't necessarily need to do a specific major focus on that because that's going to come as well as doing everything else. So really, really interesting. So let's have a look. What's happening in 2022? So number one trend is wearable technology. This may not be a surprise to you. So we think about smartwatches and um, even heart rate monitors, anything that can give us feedback about not only our performance and things like our heart rate. I mean, you can even do an ECG on your Apple Watch now but also how many steps we're doing and where we've run and all of those things. So wearable technology is still the number one trend. Um, It wasn't last year, but it was the year before and the year before that. So it's still a really hot trend. You know what, COVID has changed things. So it may not surprise you that the number one major trend is home exercise gyms. We've all started them over our lockdowns and now realize that having a home gym is pretty cool. So even if people are still going out to studios or out to their their public gyms, having a home gym as well, even if it's a fairly rudimentary one, is a really hot trend and I would imagine it's going to be a long-lasting one. Number three is outdoor activities. Again, this is COVID-driven, I feel, because people found that they were maybe the only thing they were able to do during the lockdowns was walk and often just within a short distance of their home. But they maybe started to feel like they really enjoyed it and that actually getting out in nature has such a restorative effect that people really loved it and want to continue doing it. So outdoor activities. And I do feel that just in general, reconnecting with nature, getting out, you know, getting out and hiking and and seeing beautiful, beautiful things out in nature is so good for the soul. And gosh, we all need that. So outdoor activities, number three. (gasps) Number four, I'm so excited about this one. It's strength training with weights. And sorry, with free weights, I should say. Strength training is always top 10. Um, however, a couple of years back, they the experts started to say things like, well, look, strength tra- training could be, you know, some forms of circuit training. It could be body pump. It could be a whole lot of stuff. So can we make it more about, and they do actually specifically say this in their definition of strength training with free weights, is more progressive resistance training. So Again, just to make it really clear, I'm going to drive this nail in right to the top. Um, This is what we do in our studio. So progressive resistance training where the data is collected and your goal is to lift more as time goes by um, with perfect form. So happy days for us. Strength training with free weights is number four. 
Number five is exercise for weight loss. Now, this is a really interesting one, isn't it? When there is so much talk in social media about not exercising for body fat loss, not maybe not even eating for body fat loss, you know, so it's really interesting that this is number five. Um, but it's a focus for people. So many of us put on a few kilos over the lockdowns and we are not happy with maintaining that higher level of body fat. So exercise for fat loss, knowing what we need to do to get back to where we were, um, is a top trend at the moment. Number five. Number six is personal training. So one-on-one, so getting help from an expert. Number seven is high-intensity interval training. We love this. Number eight is a fairly new one. It's body weight training. So interestingly enough, functional training has gone out. It is not top 10, but body weight training, which certainly has a large element of functional training, doesn't really, because I, I feel that a lot of being strong is about being able to move your own body in space. That seems pretty functional to me. So Functional is out, but body weight training is in at number eight. Number nine is online live and on-demand exercise classes. Again, not a surprise. We all kind of fell in love with it over lockdown. And we went from thinking, oh, my goodness, how could we possibly train online to actually realizing that you can train online and actually it's super, super fun. And I have several clients now who do all of their training online in their fabulous gyms at home. Even though they could come into the studio, they only live a few minutes away, they like training online. You know, it works really, really well for them. So online, on-demand exercise classes, brilliant. And then finally, number 10 is health and wellness coaching. And I think this is really exciting because I see I see that this is going to be a huge trend moving forward. And beyond that, I suspect that over time we will see more and more people with their own private physicians as well. So you might have your own private GP and then you might also have your own health and wellness coach and you might even have a personal trainer or maybe there may be some overlap. But I think it's a really interesting way that we are heading much more bespoke. Okay. I hope that you enjoyed that. I'm very excited. I mean, it's always such a relief to me and it's not a surprise, you know, obviously, because I do follow these trends really closely. But given that my entire business, you know, encompasses strength training with free weights and online training and really moving more and more towards the health and wellness coaching, I feel it's like, great, I've got them all covered. <laughs> um, you know, you'd, you'd be fairly devastated if um, if you had a whole business based on perhaps on, on Zumba and it's like, oh, it hasn't been a trend for, for, you know, at least 10 years. Am I doing the right thing? Having said that, you can be very niche and people will always love what you do if you bring enough passion and you're really good at it. So, you know, there's always that as well. Hey, look, go forth, follow trends, not fads, move heaps this week, have a lot of fun, laugh lots, eat your greens, and may your week be a sitch. This has been a Suckerfish Media production. Subscribe now for Find Your Fierce with Nikki Alice.